Hey guys, this is Sam, and you're listening to the Facing the Sun podcast, the show that helps shine a light on building a better you. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Facing the Sun. Today, I'm sitting down with Dr. Melanie Salmon, the founder of QEC, Quantum Energy Coaching. It is an absolutely fascinating episode. I am so intrigued and cannot wait for you to listen. I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Facing the Sun. I am joined today uh, across the pond from Melanie Salmon. Melanie, how are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's it's an honor to be here from across the pond. I'm very, very excited. Melanie has developed a method that I am freaking out because I'm so excited to talk about. So I kind of just want to hear a little bit about your history and what got you into starting this method and then kind of what it is. Let's start there. Okay. So um, it's... Uh, the question always is, where does one begin? Uh, and to be honest, my story begins with my own my own story, my own trauma. So unfortunately, I was traumatized as a little girl right from the beginning. Um, I had a very disturbed mother, unfortunately. Um, but what it did was it it led me to want to heal. It led me into medicine, so I became a doctor. And uh, I thought that was going to be the answer to everything. And then I discovered after about 30 years of medicine that actually, you know, people with real emotional traumas, people with physical traumas were not healing with pharmaceutical medications. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I've got to be a talk therapist. So I went and studied talk therapy. I thought maybe I just need to learn to talk better to people. So I studied Gestalt psychotherapy and I practiced that for 20 years. So I had both those careers. And, And then I found that also, you know, the talk therapy takes years and years and years for people to improve. And I knew something was wrong. So about 15 years ago now, I finally took early retirement from general practice. I was a GP, you know, a family doctor and a psychotherapist, and I left both. Uh, And my quest was to find another way to heal because I'd been through those methods. I'd been on antidepressants. I'd been to talk therapy. And really, it didn't touch the trauma of my childhood. It really didn't relieve uh, my situation in the present. So it was a quest first for me. And and to be perfectly honest, uh, I would never share anything with other people unless I tried it and, and I knew that it helped me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I healed myself first. And then people started getting curious and they said, you know, can't you teach us? And it kind of evolved from there. Wow. Fascinating. Uh, I think everyone can relate to wanting to heal from the inside. Uh, I've had a few guests on the podcast where they didn't really want to go the traditional medicine route. They tried it. It didn't work. They needed something that kind of dug a little bit deeper. So let's talk about the the healing process, the practice that you have now. What's it called? How does it work? All that stuff. So I named it Quantum Energy Coaching. The the name Quantum uh, inspired because I I learned a lot of neuroscience. And I realized that the, the way through was to find a way to work with the subconscious mind in order to rewire the brain. What I discovered through all my uh, my trainings in neuroscience was that when you have something significant happen like a trauma, then the brain gets hardwired and you can't get rid of that through talking. You can't get rid of that with drugs. There's no way. And that's why people don't heal from their traumas. And then somebody, uh, you probably heard of him, Bruce Lipton wrote a book 
called The Biology of Belief. And that was a turning point when I read that book. It was about 2006 or something when I read it. And what he said is the problem is that our conscious mind is like a, a small computer. It has no power to change what's actually stored in the big computer. So the small computer, our conscious mind that we're doing, you know, talk therapy with, is only running at 4,000 bits per second, whereas the subconscious mind where everything's stored, your history is stored, is running at 4 billion bits per second. So it's no match for it. It just can't heal with this little mind. So I thought, okay, well, I'll go and find out who knows how to work with a subconscious mind. And I discovered that nobody really could. Nobody had developed anything yet. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that means I've got to do it. And I was really nervous and really scared. But uh, I had a lot of training. And I had a, a, a husband who backed me up. He said, look, you've done so much, you know, you, you probably can do it. So uh, I called it quantum energy coaching because it uses neuroscience to change the brain and it does throw, so at the subconscious level of, of mind. So that's in essence the overview of, of my approach. And then I can go into more detail if you have any more questions. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. I think the thing that intrigues me the most about this is I hear so much about how important our subconscious mind is and doing shadow work and therapy and really trying to figure out where those triggers come from. So I had some trauma in my life as well. And I know that it's there, but, and I know that I need to reprogram it, but the actual steps, the finite steps of how to do that are kind of lucrative depending on who you talk to. And so I'm fascinated at kind of what the method is of how you retrain this subconscious mind to process your trauma or reframe your trauma. So I think the thing that um, has made such a difference in me developing QEC, quantum energy coaching, is my 25 years of Gestalt psychotherapy. Gestalt is, is a talk therapy which um, is... It, 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 it actually depends on you developing a relationship of equality with your client. So that's the first part of my session. I'll spend an hour just talking like we're talking now to find out what the person's story is. And I have the skills from Gestalt Psychotherapy. And when I train people in QEC, I give them some training in Gestalt because the important thing is to find out the story. You've got to find out what happened to this person right from the beginning. I actually start in the womb because a lot of trauma occurs in the womb already. People don't realize it. Really? Yes, yes. You know, just for example, if you're interested in that, um, what I asked them, I mean, obviously they don't themselves know what, what happened in the womb, but I get the story. I say, do you know much about your mum and dad's, you know, beginnings and and your, uh, were, were you a wanted child? Were you, you know, the precious child that was planned? Or were you a mistake? Were, did your mum want to get rid of you? Was your mum maybe planning to abort you? And they will know that from the story. Mm. Now, that alone is a massive trauma for a developing fetus to be living with the anxiety of maybe being, you know, aborted or, or killed, if you like. Wow. So, um, so I go through the story and I, I find out what the traumas are at each developmental age. One of the things that I teach a lot of in my training is developmental uh, trauma, you know, because each, each age uh, section um, – has a different thing that's happening in the brain and the body. And so if you get traumatized, say, between 0 and 3, 
you have a very different outcome to if you get traumatized at, say, 10. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Different things happen. So I get the story in the different age groups through this Gestalt inquiry, which is very respectful, very open. And then once I've got the story and I plot what the traumas are based on what the person tells me they're having a problem with, let's say they have difficulty keeping a relationship, they always end, they always lose somebody because they, you know, leave or whatever. Whatever Whatever the current problem is will relate back to a trauma always always relates back to a trauma there's hardly anything and that includes medical illness that does not stem from a time in history where a person went through a trauma so I heal that old trauma with the QVC technique which we can go into just now but that's basically the approach wow fascinating is it usually one specific thing that happens like one traumatic event or could it be a stacked progression of something that happened consistently in their childhood that was maybe traumatic can it does it vary it varies immensely Mm -hmm. and that's why each person has to be dealt with uniquely and and taken according to their story but there are certain relevant injuries that take place in these developmental ages, like I said, nought to three, anything fairly mild happening there can have devastating consequences on the brain and nervous system, whereas that same thing that happened at age 10 is not going to impact much at all. So a lot is dependent on when things happen, the age they were that happened. And you can get the one-off traumas. You know, you get the child who's lost a parent, for example, is a one-off trauma. But then you get the consistently bad parenting, you know, with with abuse and all of that sort of thing. That would be then trauma over time. Then there's a lot more work to be done there. Wow. Fascinating. So let's say we can use me for an example, if you'd like, just to make it easy. But I had, um, I was assaulted when I was 15. And I talk about that very openly because I think it's something we need to discuss, but I would be interested to find out if that event has created some of these like mental illnesses, anxiety, depression, and also like attachment styles that I have in my relationships as an adult, I would be interested to unpack how those could be connected eventually. Do you think that that's something that probably has connection? Absolutely. All traumas, all traumas have connections because remember what I said about trauma and the brain. The trauma uh, doesn't get stored in the normal memory that we have in the brain where we can change our memory. You know, if you're memorizing something, uh, the place that you lived or the school you went to, uh, you can you can change that memory or you can forget it and things move on uh, just through the normal processes of life. But if you've had a trauma like an assault age 15, What's going to happen is you'll get hardwiring of that whole complex of what happened. That's why I would have to sit and find out the detail, how it impacted you and what your situation is now. Because the now is coming from that original template, which is hardwired. And that doesn't change, you see. No amount of talking over here is going to affect that at all. And that's why I had to find out how do I I get into this complex uh, this this if you like it's almost like a tumor in the brain and and so I've actually developed something I call my trauma formula and I just do it in one session for each trauma just takes one session or each age group will just be one session so it's relatively quick and once it's in it's done 
and and we will talk about the trauma and I'll go through uh, different parts of the trauma formula, which include forgiveness for what was happened. That's a crucial part of unwiring the brain. You see, I come from South Africa where I was present when Nelson Mandela was released from prison and South Africa was freed. And I went to uh, the elections and what Nelson Mandela said is that this country is likely to end in bloodshed because all of a sudden you're giving the vote to the black people who are way more dominant in numbers than the white. And so somebody came forward called Bishop Desmond Tutu. He's also quite famous. And him and Desmond, Desmond Tutu and Mandela together created something unique that uh, other people have tried to learn from in the world. They, they created something called the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, where the, the police and the, uh, and the family members who, who had lost a child or lost a husband uh, actually told the story to the police and they had to ask forgiveness. The police had to ask for forgiveness from the family member. And apparently that face-to-face meeting, it took three years to go through all the crimes, the face-to-face meeting created uh, the forgiveness, created such an incredible bond of of forgiveness that sometimes people would even join together and hug at these meetings. And South Africa had peace. There was no bloodshed. There was no uh, civil uh, movements at all. And the transition, it was claimed, was because of forgiveness So I use forgiveness in my trauma formula because it undoes the wiring. When you actually forgive what was done to you, that wiring undoes, and then you can have a new area, and that almost gets like the tumor or the trauma gets cut out. You don't think about it again. You're not triggered back into it again. You're free of it. You remember it, but it's like a distant memory. Wow. It's a neurological process. Wow. So forgiveness to others, but also probably forgiveness to ourselves. Both, yes. Well, yeah, both equally important. Two sides of a coin, yes. So you forgive yourself for whatever your part in the trauma was. Let's say you, you, you talk about um, being attacked or assaulted, you would need to forgive. And the forgiveness statement needs to be an accurate statement about what was done, mm. not just I forgive the assaulter. It needs to be I forgive for this on this date. And it needs it needs to be accurately stated because the wiring is there with those words and those memories. Mm. You see, but there there are other there are other aspects to to releasing the trauma besides forgiveness. Um, but it's incredibly effective. And I've been doing this now for fifteen years, and I haven't seen a single person whose trauma has not disappeared. They haven't come back to me a year later or six months later and say, you know. I'm still being triggered back into that trauma. It doesn't happen. It really does work. That's why I'm teaching it now. That I am so intrigued. And I, if someone, if someone were wanting to start on this path of, you know, releasing their trauma and rewiring their subconscious, where would they even start? Could they start with you? Is there like an introductory program? Like where do they begin? Yeah, well, I mean, I've got a website and there are a lot of practitioners on my website, including me, and I am available. Um, uh, I think you need to start because it's such a uniquely tailored thing to each individual. I've shied away from making programs. I've shied away from doing something that's going to be a general help 
Um, I've, I've been invited to do it and I've kept saying no, because if you think about it, your trauma is unique. So you've got a unique tumor in your brain and any kind of generalized statement is, is not really going to eradicate it completely. It's got to be specific. So really, this is a very, um, it's a very niche market and it's it's very, it needs to be. And because it is, it, it has immense success. The success rate is, I'd say, 95%. There are about 5% in people that I might work with who maybe I don't help at all, but they tend to end up have, usually having a personality disorder or something, uh, and which explains why it, it perhaps didn't work there. So really people would need to see a therapist. They'd need to see me or one of my practitioners. It's not long-term therapy. You're talking about somewhere between five and ten sessions at weekly intervals roughly, and that's it. And then a lot of people go from there to come on the training because it's like, my goodness, this is amazing. I actually want to, you know, want to work in that. Wow. I mean, I'm tempted. I'm, I mean, I'm in school right now to be a life coach and this seems like a very complimentary pattern. Do you know how many life coach people have heard about QVC, come and done the training and they've just left left the life because it's so radically effective yeah. that you know I don't know about you but the reason why I left medicine and left psychotherapy to find another way was that people weren't getting better I wanted to do something that worked I didn't want to have a half you know half-hearted thing you you could come on our training course I mean we, we we'll have one next next March for sure we'll have an evening one for people in America um, the training in September is, is is a morning, so that wouldn't work for you. But come and have some sessions with me. I would love to. I think that yeah. sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I did the traditional medicine route. I suffered with really extreme depression and anxiety in my late teens and early twenties, and I it just when I was medicated, I felt very hollow and kind of a monotone version of myself. It definitely helped me get out of rock bottom and created kind of a barrier there for me. And then I decided that I didn't want to be medicated all the time. And so I weaned myself off synthetic medication and tapped more into mindfulness and spirituality and kind of more natural holistic methods. But I think you're absolutely right when you say that it's a, it's a unique experience for every person. And this whole journey that I'm on with a spiritual awakening that I talk about on the podcast. And every time I bring it up to a guest, it is uniquely my experience, but it still is beneficial to talk about because there are pieces that people can relate to yes. depending on where they're at in their own journey. So I, a question for you on this, if people can't do a program or aren't in a position where they can do something like that, do you have any suggestions on how they can be aware of their traumas or things they could do to kind of help them in that regard if they can't pay for coaching necessarily or do a program? You know, it's very difficult. Well, first of all, I've written a book. Um, people might want to read my story, and it's called There Has to Be Another Way. Um, my husband, because I used to moan every time I came back from the surgery, I'd say, this is not working. There's got to be another way. And he said, that will be the title of your book one day, and it is. Oh, I love so that. I've written, I've written a book which it tells people can relate to that because it's my story from the, from the beginning and, and what I went through, and I continue to have trauma. The thing is that once you've had trauma as a child, you tend to repeat that. So you tend to have, you know, many have quite a traumatic 
life story. And, and mine was that, and I shared that. And then I talked about how I discovered QVC and how I developed it. And then I also share my own work on myself. I, I shared at least five pieces of trauma work that were key bits. And people can get an idea from that what it's all about. It's very hard to say, well, you can do something yourself, maybe go and do some yoga or meditation or or breathing exercises. None of them work. You know, if they did, I would be happy, but they don't. And this is why, you know, for me, if you're asking my honest hand on heart opinion, I would rather say to somebody who's in trouble because of a, a trauma from childhood, say, um, rather save up for six months then spend your time and energy on books and other things and rather come and see me and we'll get, get this sorted in five weeks. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really the most intelligent way forward because it's, it's immediate and it's permanent. The changing of the wiring of the brain happens in the session as we're doing it. It happens in the session. People at the end of the session say, I feel completely different. Wow. It feels like, you know, something so much lighter so they can actually feel it and it continues to express its change over the next seven days so it's immediate and and you never need to do that again so it's if you like cost effective i i think there is absolutely truth massive truth in investing in yourself i think society has taught us that we sh shouldn't we should you know in certain aspects of life but i think every person I've ever talked to who has a coach or a mentor or a friend of mine that has someone who's really giving them guidance, they have always said, invest in your education and invest in yourself. It's the best money you'll ever spend. Yes. Yes. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Melanie, this has, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think what's really hard for people is that there hasn't really been anything effective created with a conscious mind up till now. The talk therapies have been going for over 100 years. Uh, we know what's going on with the pharmaceutical industry. The drugs are just getting stronger and bigger and, and, and more, more used than ever. And there, there's, there's a sense of despair because nothing's really working. And that was what I was up against. It was like, can there be any other way to work? And, and that's why I'm really glad to be invited and I accept appointments from people like you because we need to get the word out that actually, yes, it's not common. Very few people know how to work with trauma effectively. Look, I, I did uh, trauma release exercises. I was a trainer for 10 years. I don't know if you know, know TRE, trauma release exercises. Okay, well, I, I took it to South Africa. I brought David Baselli there for three years running. I traveled around the country because I thought that country is traumatized and I'm going to relieve them and we can do it in big halls because you can do 100 people at a time. I thought, fantastic. We found the answer for trauma. I was so happy. And I did it for 10 years. And in the last seven, eight, ninth, tenth year, I saw that it wasn't lasting. It was effective initially in the first few months and then people's symptoms started coming back. And I once went to the founder of it and I said, what do we, how long do you have to keep doing this exercise three times a week? Because it's quite a commitment. He said, for the rest of your life. 
And I thought, okay, this is not the the solution for me. You no know, way. <laughs> I don't really enjoy putting that amount in. So anyway, th- that's when I realized, oh no, my goodness, I've I've got to find out how to change the wiring in the brain. And so what I do is is unique. It's rare, and it's bloody good. It really works. It really works. I'm excited. We'll link we'll link the your website in the episode. We'll link your book as well, so people can kind of get a taste for that. This has been absolutely fascinating. I am absolutely going to be chatting with you soon, so we can talk about this. But before we before we sign off, I have one question that I ask all of my guests that come on the podcast. And if you could give yourself a piece of advice five to the version of yourself five years ago, what would you say to her and why? Hmm, that's an interesting one. Probably any old version of myself, um, five, 10, 15 years ago, was not, not, yet, not trusting myself enough. I, I was searching for things and searching for answers always outside of myself. You know, recommend read this book, go and have therapy with that person. And I didn't trust that the answer was inside me five years ago and I would say to her you know what what you really need to do is to find out who you are to get in touch with your inner core self and she will have all the answers for you uniquely it's taken me a life journey to discover that and I've only really discovered it in the last few years and now I wouldn't go to anybody else I'm just so happy just to to trust myself wow how powerful kind of coming home to yourself and really just placing that trust in yourself is really, really powerful. Melanie, I think you are awesome. I am so excited. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. And I think we will be touching base soon about some therapy. I look forward to that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hello, my friends. Just a friendly reminder, I do offer life coaching. So if something in today's episode resonated with you, you can book a free call with me. I would love to chat with you. You can find me on my socials or send me an email at sam at sunfloweragencies.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with all the happenings, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. You can also find me on Instagram at samadam7 and find out more about the biz at sunflowerагencies.com. That's S-N-F-L-W-R agencies.com. Thanks guys.